Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and a Combo podcast. I am one of the hostesses, uh, Cameron Sweer, and the other one is Jenna Berglund. Uh, this week, it is just me with our lovely guests, and I brought some older guests um, back on. We had Carson Kirby and Dalton Store, and you guys may have heard them in a past episode about a year ago where um, it's called Boys Tell All. It was really popular. You guys loved it. And yeah, so I just had them back on to talk all about farming and some misconceptions that there are on farming. And we talk about like pesticides, GMOs, um, organic farming. We talk a little bit about ranching and it's just really good informational podcast. And I mean, we all eat food. So um, I think it's something that everybody could learn from. And I think it's something that we often have a lot of there's a lot of misconceptions on it and there's a lot of false information that goes around. So I was just really excited to have them on and to do this episode. So with no further ado, uh, we're just going to jump right in. Okay guys. So we have Dalton here and we have Carson here with us today and Carson has something he would like to tell the pod fam. Okay. Great. Cameron told me I need to let everybody know that I have a girlfriend now. <laughs> and, yeah. Do you have anything else to say about it? Uh, yeah, I'm very happy with my relationship. This is good. Because if you guys remember about a year ago, yeah. the famous Carson was very single and was looking for mm-hmm. somebody. But you were – you, you were – um. You are a very famous guest. Everybody loves you. <clears throat> Everyone talks about it. Yeah, so by request, I'm back. Yeah, by request. The fans just needed you back on. I'm back in black. And uh, he requested to have Dalton come on with him. So we've got the two of them here together. And, okay, okay, sorry, go ahead and you can, Dalton, who are you? Yeah, they know who I am. Okay, yeah, they probably do know who you are. <laughs> okay, so we've got Dalton and Carson here, and we're going to talk all about farming yeah. And we're going to talk about misconceptions of farming, and it's going to be really good, and it's going to be super interesting. So we're going to literally just jump right into it. So very first question, what do you think are some common misconceptions on farming? There's probably a ton, but just like give me a couple. A misconception. <laughs> that any idiot can do it, or that it's okay. really easy. That it's easy? Okay. That it is... Uh... Yeah, like Dalton said, as simple as putting a seed in the ground and in the spring and combining it in the fall. Okay. I mean, the concept is simple, but it, there's a lot more to it. Um, a misconception, maybe that we're ruining the earth, mm-hmm. or that we don't care about things. We're just, you know, you know, pollution with um, our diesel engine okay. and uh, our chemicals and stuff. Emissions. That we don't, we don't really care about the world or other people. Yeah. Okay. Misconception. Do you guys practice like sustainability while farming? What you say? What do you mean by sustainability? So yeah. with like my last job, we worked with um, a company called Hungry for Truth. Sure. Not a company. They're like a nonprofit, and they always talked about like sustainability and how they meant it was like sustaining like the farmland. So making sure that you can like use it for generations and generations. So like one guy was saying like yeah. 
Yeah. So like, because I feel like people don't understand that like you what you guys have to do. If I don't sustain it, I'm not gonna have any. Exactly. To do anything. So like, what do you do to like practice that? Oh uh, no. <clears throat> yeah, around here we do all no till yeah. between Dalton's operation and mine. We're all no till along with. I would say 98% of the other people yeah. around us, if not a little bit higher than that. So why would people tell and why do some farmers tell in this area? Because um, they're idiots? No, okay. they just... Classic life. Yeah, oh, it's okay. just <clears throat> they grew up that way doing it, and I guess they... They have the money. It doesn't make a difference they, to them. They think, that's, um, they think that's probably the the best way for them to do it. Okay. Which for us, it's the best way to do it is no till. Okay. If it rains all the time, then you know the, mm-hmm. the till works right. for the most part. So. Okay. And it, yeah, it also depends on like what where you're at in the country, because people in like Iowa and Minnesota, where they get rain a lot, um, they have to till. They have to till because otherwise it mm-hmm. is uh, too wet and they can't anything mm-hmm. so so you guys are not saying really funny it's kind of like stupid so one of the first i think it was the first year i was dating brady or something i went to his sister's house and they have they live in like a really small town and so like they the house looked out on like a field and it was just like mud like the whole thing was just this giant mud mess and i was like you guys what is that over there like what <laughs> what's that mud field and everyone started making fun of me. They're like, you don't know what farming looks like? Blah. And Carson, or, and Brady was like, she comes from an area where they don't do till, you guys. Like, this is not normal for her. And it was just really funny because I was, like, so confused by it. Okay. And then I didn't have this on your guys' questions, so I don't know if you'll know the answer or not. But, like, how many years have your farms been in your family? How many how many generations is it? Do you know? Um. Ours was homesteaded in like 1890. Okay. And it's been branched off. Well, it's been going since 1890, I guess, from when it was homesteaded. My uh, I think I'm I'm either fifth or sixth. Okay. Generation. Cool. Okay, that's super. So how, how are we looking at this? So like you're because like on the same farm. Yeah. Uh, like my dad's first generation on the farmstead we're on, and my grandma was the first on that one. Like we've acquired land since since I would, that time. I would just but, say in, around the same area. How long has your family been farming? Oh man, uh, as far back as I know. Okay. It's probably eighteen hundreds. Yeah, I mean, Grandpa came from a farming family, and he was ninety when he died five years ago. Okay, so, uh, so yours is probably fifth to sixth generation, also. Yeah, something, something that would be great it. grandpa. So. Yeah, do you know like where your family immigrated from? I don't. Because that'd be interesting. But I know the stores were farmers when they were down in uh, Chester. Okay. So I know even down there that family, both okay. sides of my family were farmers. Okay. Yeah. So super long time. I don't know. I just think that that was also like super cool. Okay, um, and then. Kind of like the same thing. What are some common misconceptions on a ranch? You don't. Do you have any animals? We do. Okay. Um, have you had animals? Like all along. Yeah, we had pigs all the. I knew the you time. had pigs, but have you had cattle? Always. Have mm-hmm. they always had cattle? Oh, okay. Carson just talks about it a lot. <laughs> we don't like cows. Yeah, Carson loves it's cows. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, yeah. What are some common misconceptions? Uh, that the price you pay in the grocery store. Somehow it's oh, back true. to the rancher. <laughs> true. Because it does not. 
So like who's getting that money? The uh, packing plants. Okay. Yep. It uh, it doesn't come down the pipe. So you think that when you're paying, I don't even know what's like. How much should we pay a for pound, like a pound of beef? Pound of hamburger costs five, like six dollars. Six bucks. Really? Yeah. So for a pound, just bought. just just let's say when we sell calves, we sell it live weight. So that's like when they're alive <laughs> uh, with, 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 yeah, with everything on it, uh, we get like a dollar 50 a pound. Wow. So they're taking like three fifty. So between the store and there, so let's just say it's a thousand pound animal. You're probably only going to get what, 700 pounds of usable meat, 600. Yeah. Probably when it's all store. dressed out, I so. would guess 600. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, your different cuts cost more like, your different cuts of steak or whatever. Right. I mean, they can get, I think it can go up to like 10 or 15 bucks. I, right. For like a brisket. Or I don't, stuff. I don't buy yeah. any, I don't buy anything from the grocery store, but I have our own cows that we butcher. So mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know what the price is. I just know that it's ridiculous. It is really high. Well, same with, same with the crops though. We sell, we sell a bushel of wheat for six bucks and you get 60 loaves of bread out of a bushel. Wow. 60 loaves of bread trans. I mean, there's a lot of flour and sugar. That's right. flour, but there's sugar and right. a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. But 60 times, what, $2 for a loaf of bread? 120 yeah. bucks compared to the 6 bucks we get? That's crazy. Somebody's making some serious money. Somewhere. Right. Someone's, like, pocketing that. Okay. Wow. That's wild. Okay. Um, what is organic farming? Like, how would you explain it? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, how do I put this nicely? Is that what you're thinking? Well, well, organic farming is uh, going back and not using any uh, any fertilizers. G- no fertilizer, yeah. no GMOs. Uh, you, use no, for, you can use fertilizer, but it's not. Uh, it's not like um, it's not liquid or something. It's, it's not man made. Yeah, so, it's, um, you can use like manure. like a natural one. It's like. Cow crap. Right. Manure. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, and what did I say? No GMOs. No fertilizer. Oh, no chemicals. No, no, pest, like no chemicals, no herbicide, pesticide, any, okay. any of that uh, stuff. Okay. And it is, uh, it's very hard to produce a lot right. from organic farming because the weed pressure gets so high. Or that bugs such as uh, aphids or grasshoppers or you know whatever else comes in and starts chewing up the leaves, root bar, yeah, and corn, root worm, and all that good stuff that uh, you know some other like the seed that we use like for corn is bred and it has different uh, treatments on it that prevent those uh, pests, I guess, from really bothering the, the plant. So it's okay. more efficient and more productive. I'd say, yeah. What are your thoughts, your guys' thoughts on organic farming and the, pro- the produce? <clears throat> I like the idea of it more than I like it. Okay. I mean, I think, yeah, it's, it's cool to think, you know, we could do something that was, um, we haven't like, altered or anything like that. 
but you can't actually, it's not sustainable. That's right. That's what you're asking like, at the start. Right. You can't, if you want to try to, to feed the world, I mean, if every farmer went organic, we wouldn't be able to feed anything. Right. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to feed people. Yeah. Okay. Most of our equipment wouldn't be useful. You never have to use a sprayer again. Uh, That's true. A lot of different, like, um, different machines would just be pretty well obsolete. Mm-hmm. And then... So you're killing jobs in different places and now we're, I mean, this is where you get back out in the field and you have about a hundred people working for you with a hoe. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And then food's going to be way more expensive too. Yeah. Organic produce, organic produce is like twice the price of like non-organic produce. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's really expensive food. Do you have anything to add to that, Carson? With, I don't know. I, like I don't buy organic stuff, but I think you do, right? I have Does before. It? Like I is there produce. A way, I don't buy organic. Is there a way that you can trace it back so that you know it's actually organic, or does someone you just have to break? Know. You only have to break the barrier for five years, right? It's like a five or ten year thing, but they only check you like once. So if you wanted to throw something in the mix that wasn't quite organic, they have been told they you, can, you can kind of. I'm not saying. I'm not saying people. I'm sure people cheat the system. Oh, yeah. That's how life works. Yeah. But, I mean, it's I don't think it's like a rigid, oh, we watch this guy farm all the week and we right. know he's perfectly organic. Right. Yeah. So someone was telling me that they knew of someone who got busted. for. They were saying they were organic farming and they weren't organic farming. Oh, okay. And they got, like, I think they're, like, in jail now. Like, because they were, it was a ton of money they were I'm making. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. It was huge. Because the government probably pays you too, don't they? I mean, I'm yeah, sure there's the premiums right. on yeah. top of what. Yeah. You can sell it. Does anyone around here do any of that? There's a farm. Uh, there's a kick-ass ranch down in uh, Pier. Pier. Uh, okay. And so, then there's no. one just across the river too, right? In Fort Pier? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. West of Fort Pier. Okay. Because there's one like straight south. And of, I can't remember the name of it. The Blunt Junction. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, the one west of Fort Pier is the one I was thinking of in that. <laughs> You drive by it and it just looks terrible. It just looks really bad. It just looks terrible. Yeah, I bet. Because with with that or, organic stuff, the only type of weed control you have is to till it and disc. Mm-hmm. And then, especially in that part of the country where they don't get rain, that's part of the reason we know till is to conserve water mm-hmm. in order to grow something. So every time you open up the ground, you're letting air in and it's drying drying it out so okay yeah it's it's just really tough to try and do organic stuff around here okay and then my next question is um like do you think organic produce organic anything is better for you i don't think i don't i don't know that i don't know that the stuff that we have been doing is any worse for you or like not as good as you for you <clears throat> not as good for you as organic stuff is, I guess. I don't know that there's a huge difference okay. to me. I suppose it depends on what the GMO is upon that. The genetic modification is yeah. upon that plant is what I would have to say is what would. Yeah. Wait a second. Um, I think I maybe asked this later, but maybe you guys should explain like what GMOs are. Uh, genetic, genetically modified organisms. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's just uh, the way I think of it is like in corn, 
is what comes off the top of my head. The different things that you have used it for or bred it up to to be like more drought resistant. So like in our area, uh, we got corn that has survived can survive in drier climates, and we breed it up so that we were able to raise corn. Uh, also, it helps make it more productive and efficient on less resources. So you get more for less. Like also like when you see like those giant apples at the grocery store, like those are gonna be GMO products usually, right? Any I, big produce. I don't know. I can't talk for other- I don't know fruits. I don't know oh, okay. like that. So I, I read, about, read about GMOs and stuff and it's like what they do is they take Let's say you want something to be um, resistant to a chemical, mm -hmm. and you find a uh, another plant or uh, some sort of species that is resistant to that chemical, mm -hmm. and you find out where that is in its DNA strand, and then uh, you change that in the DNA strand of the okay. plant you're trying to change. So <clears throat> it seems like it's a big deal. Um, at the same time, I wonder how much of it would be natural if we didn't do anything to it. Like it would just kind of like, develop. We have like kosher weed, for example. Right. We can't. We can spray it around up. It don't die anymore. Yeah. So it's like okay. it's like a natural adaptation. So I don't know how long. Okay. I mean, I don't know if if we were to leave things organic. Yeah. If they wouldn't actually mutate or to change into something over time as is. Interesting. Okay. Because like the big thing that I always think, and I don't really eat organic produce because it's really expensive, but like. I just feel like there's this huge, the further that we get away from like the way things that God created them to be, I feel like the further like we, the sicker like we get as humans. And like, I guess you can mean that in emotion, like spiritual sense too. But like, so like pro, like chips, a bag of chips, like we added like all this added crap to it, you know, and everything. Mm -hmm. It's like, obviously that's really bad for you. So then I want to start wondering about like pesticides and herbicides and all that stuff. Cause I'm like, okay, I get that we're spraying it. I know Carson, I, I wanted to hear what he had to say about this. So like you're spraying it, I get all that, but like, how is that not like seeping into it? And then how are you not like eating that? I just want to say your uncle John used to stir the chemicals with the yarn. So I don't know yeah. how bad things really are. Really? <laughs> when Roundup first came out, my dad told me a story where an agronomist told him, oh, Roundup's, you can drink Roundup. You'll be fine. Straight Roundup. And we're putting on, the chemical that we'd be putting on for Roundup, let's say, because that'd probably be the one that you'd put the most ounces mm -hmm. per acre. Uh, you're putting, I don't know, 20 ounces, maybe, average? Something like that. So just like hardly any is pretty what you're saying. So you're putting like a bottle of pop on an acre of land. Which is the size of a football field. Um, okay, okay. So you're spreading a bottle gotcha. of pop over a football field. So when they yeah. say it's getting into the like the plant or like the part that you eat, I have a hard time believing that because that would have to mean, because usually you spray it early, right? Like with corn, you spray it before it even tassels because you can't spray it when it tassels, otherwise it screws things up. Okay. So you've, I don't know how many months have gone by. So it started tasseling. Like we would have we finished spraying back in beginning of July. Right. right. Yeah, July. Okay. So we haven't, it's middle of August now. Yeah. Middle of August, it hasn't seen chemical for over a month and a half. Okay. Fertilizer, anything. All fertilizer is before it's planted. Yeah. Know? Most mm -hmm. of the fertilizer is applied before it's planted or right after it's planted during okay. planting. So, yeah, when they say that it's in the fruit, 
that the plant gives you, I just have a hard time believing that you're getting enough that it would actually harm yourself. Like harm, harm you. Okay. That makes sense. And then like, do you think like, like I'm really bad. <laughs> like I wash my produce. Don't get me wrong, but like I'll eat, like I know you guys said you don't know what to talk about fruit, but like I'll eat fruit lots of times, like not washed because I'm just impatient. Yeah. I never wash fruit. Right. I never do either. Like, do you think, you know, do you think there's anything like left on that really? Would you think? The only reason I guess I wash fruit off is because I think it, there's like a little bit of dust or, or dirt, like a bug or something. Yeah. I don't think about you don't think about like that stuff. No. I just think that it's just okay. Dirty as in it's got some dirt on it. Right. Maybe like most fruit hand picked, isn't it? Maybe not. Yeah, I mean like the berries. I'm thinking like yeah. But I think like the big stuff, like apples, you know, they shape the tree or something. And a machine makes it. So it's. Uh, no. Oh, so you think about like all the people at the grocery store touching it. So I think you know what I mean. So that's kind of gross, but I was thinking like pesticides and that type of stuff. No, I don't think there's any. Okay. There's not enough. I wouldn't say to, okay. to harm anybody. Okay. So then, I mean, you wouldn't say I, this is going off of. Well, this is still organic farming, so you don't think GMOs would be bad to consume either. No. Okay, Don. We've been doing so. it. We've been doing it since. I think it started in the 40s. Yeah. Okay. Been, GMOs started, yeah, way back the, in the 40s. The FDA started, they considered that the first GMO was just a, two varieties getting crossed. Oh, right. Because yeah. corn, is corn technically a GMO or something? Sure. Yeah. Corn yeah like corn itself. I mean, like, because corn is like a cross between two types of. It's a grass. Corn is a grass. But right, didn't, didn't like the Native Americans, like, had corn. Like, no one else had corn. But the Native Americans had, like, crossed two. Now you're, Things. yeah, it's too far in history for oh, me. okay. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Okay, I've heard that. people say that before. That corn is, like, not even, like, a... I'd have to research and get that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I could also just research it and, and let them know. No worries. Um, okay, do pesticides and fertilizers ever, like, poison fresh water? Like, spill in and get into water? Uh, I'm sure they can. Why do, like, because why... I feel like people hear about that happening. I'm sure there's there's been instances, but... Like, like we said earlier, I mean, we're practicing sustain. We don't want to hurt the land because the land's what we live off of. So right. we're not going to do anything to the land to affect, like, to hurt our way of life or how we live or whatever. And we're going to want to preserve the land <clears throat> so we can pass it on to generations, you know, past us, like we've had passed on to us. Mm -hmm. So... So yeah, it's it maybe could happen, but it's never intentional. Okay. Yeah, we always try to give back to the land, you know. Right. Like, um, you know, you, you soil samples, and if it's if it's lacking something, maybe it'll grow a certain crop, so that when it dies, it gives something back to it, such as beans or um, or wheat to put more carbon back in the ground or nitrogen, um, things like that. So, okay. but you're asking more like, do people like? dump water like chemicals into the water are like you, you i feel like i've heard soil i feel like i've heard of this before i didn't actually really research it i feel like i've like heard people who are kind of like anti-farming talking about pesticides and like that type of stuff like getting into natural like getting into like water i feel like i've talked i've heard about that and it like poisoning like fresh water do but i know, could totally you know? i could totally be off of that i was just yeah i i don't know if you guys I guess heard that i don't uh I have not heard of it, but it seems to me it's like factories dumping waste. Yeah. Is what I, it seems like the thing that I've heard. Maybe that's what it is. Um, 
but I, I, I don't. If we're we're talking like the so, uh, there's people so I, I farm over by the river. Yeah, and people farm around the the Missouri River, and the Missouri River hasn't kicked up billions of dead fish. So <laughs> I would guess. Maybe I it's would, okay. <laughs> I would guess that what we're doing is all right. Just fine. Yeah, because we we try to control runoff or something like that. So if you're on the river banks, mm-hmm. it's not like you're gonna have like a nice little creek running through your field where you've sprayed all your fertilizer and the rain washes this mudslide into there. Because that stuff costs money. Yes. And if we just dump it away, then we're going to have to That's not benefiting you guys. Yeah, we're not. So, yeah, like I said, we're going to try to do stuff that helps the ground because that in turn helps us. Right. I feel like sometimes people see, like I'd say especially like, vegans or like people like that who are all about that type of stuff i feel like sometimes they see like farmers and ranchers as just like the bad guy and they don't like realize that you guys like care about what you're doing and you care about like the produce and like the animals and stuff i don't know that's just like yeah i, I feel like they don't yeah the more you they look care. at you they look at you as like these people who like don't care about the earth or the land and it's like actually that's how we make a living mm-hmm. yeah i think it's just like a false False information yeah. told to them, or mm-hmm. you know, social media blowing things out of proportion, mm-hmm. or you know, like the one, the one. There are idiots out there farming, mm-hmm. so you get to see the one guy make it on TV, and that's what everybody does. Right. Know? So, so what do you guys think of factory farms? What are factory farms? Like, like was it like the definition of a factory farm? Um, pretty much like not family farms. Like I would oh. say, like the big, like when they're like, like factories, like. The cattle aren't getting like to graze like they're in i don't even know let me oh uh, so you're thinking like feed lots and like um uh commercial farms yeah <laughs> here we go um it says a system of rearing livestock using intensive methods by which poultry pigs or cattle are confined indoors under strictly controlled conditions that's what that's what google says factory farms is. the dictionary says Honestly, I think it's a little inhumane, but I like to eat, so I don't yeah. think about it. Yeah. I don't know. There's certain... I mean, with, with like, confinement barns, uh, I don't know a whole lot about them, I guess, but I do know that it's a very, very sanitary place. You might think you got a bunch of animals, you know, in there, but... They have, like, the workers, they got to shower in before they go in and do all right. that stuff, and then they have to shower when they go back. Oh, really? So, I mean, they keep they have to keep things really clean. Otherwise, if one animal gets sick, then the whole barn is going to get sick. So they got to be, you know, I mean, they got to be on top of it and keep things healthy mm-hmm. and clean. So, and then I know, like, there's certain videos on the PETA website or whatever that I saw when I was in in college. And they take it completely out of context. Um, Some of, yeah, like Dalton said, there's some people that shouldn't probably be doing, working at different places that uh, that are abusing everything, but that's not how everything is. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can't just look on, you kind of got to look at both sides. 
right. before you can make your own assumption. So don't just go off of one. Go tour the place, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know what it's about. Yeah. That's true. Okay, what do you guys say to people who say cows are bad for the environment? Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> so cows are ruminants, right? And you're talking how cows supposedly all the greenhouse are gases. polluting the environment, yeah. <clears throat> so let's see what the earth has been around for 2,000 years. Two? You think the earth has if, only if, been if, around if, for 2,000? If, if we're going off of what I would call like a a uh, young earth like biblical seven, view, it's like six, seven thousand years. Yeah. Okay. And there's been that could be a whole other podcast. There's been yeah. like young also, earth biblical view. That'd be good. I mean, you two thousand say there's years. been buffalo around for like. A, I would say there's been cows around cows for the entirety of the earth. Okay. I would say on like day four okay. or five when God said like, so, yeah, so, so, so let's so so. <laughs> They well, popped out of the sky, movie. However, if you're an atheist and you believe in evolution, now we're talking they've been around for like what seventy billion years, and they're still, they're still here. Either way, the cows been here long. Anyway, time. ruminants, you know, that's what you're getting at is the is what's emitting these greenhouse gases, okay. and God made ruminants so it can't be something that's going to ruin the earth. Oh, because buffalo, Woo. buffalo that's have been around person. and they're ruminants. And they've been around since, you know, whatever. I think back to, like, the Wild West days, you know. Buffalo have been here for 500 so, years. And they're still here, and cows are ruminants. So, obviously, they're not the problem right now because they've been around for a very long for time. For a really long time. Also, um, I've heard people say, like, if we didn't have cattle for ranching and eating, like, we wouldn't have as many because like people are so concerned about the animals it's like we raise cattle to eat them like if we weren't eating them we wouldn't have this many cows you know what i mean that's like, true like we wouldn't just have them out in our like field yeah they'd be like pasture we just tail them on the side of the road yeah exactly <laughs> like they'd be a pest you know yeah. or you would be like hunting occasionally you'd get like a tag to hunt a cow like <laughs> so i just think that's funny when people say that Okay, what is one thing you wish South Dakota consumers knew about South Dakota farming? I always thought it'd be pretty cool to maybe have some type of uh, tracing deal that goes back to, like, the state or, like, the farm, maybe, if you get even more specific, on the products that are in the store so that it gives the... Uh, oh, they know where it came it from? It gives the consumer, yeah. They know where it came from. You know what would be cool? cool. Is a so, QR code. Mm, you scan yeah. your QR code and you know where it came from. Or a region even. For like what? All, all crops? Or like beef or what? Yeah. Well, mainly like, yeah, the meat thing. So cool. there is a thing. It used to be, uh, we used to have it. It's uh, country of origin labeling. Uh, cool is how it's abbreviated. And uh, it would tell you. It would basically it would tell you and you would know for sure that you're eating USA beef because right now the way it sells brought up this which is another way the Packers can make so much money on the consumers is they can label USA beef or they can label other countries as USA beef so they can get some sick cow from Brazil and bring it in and as long as it's butchered in 
the United States. They call it USA beef, but it was raised in Brazil. Right, yeah. <clears throat> so country of origin labeling would prevent that from happening. It would show that it's natural animal from Brazil. And then in turn, I think that would help the people of the United mm -hmm. States, you know, because everyone, as time goes on, I think more people are getting curious as to where their food's coming from. Not so much. So, yeah, if we could get that implemented back, so talk to your congressman. Yes, and maybe you should do that. Talk to your congressman and uh, tell him you want cool country of origin labeling. You want cool. All right, cool. Okay, um, and how does South Dakota farming benefit the world? We feed people. They feed people. No, uh, we were just talking about that a little bit ago. Yeah, I think flowers are, are a big thing, right? Sunflower seeds. So if you're, you know, if you like to be a bird feeder, you throw the flowers in the air. That's, we raise a lot of those. And then that's what we personally raise. Or um, one of the top producers. Eat, eating seeds for your baseball games kind of thing. That's right. They could be from South Dakota. Yeah, we're one of the top producers in the world. Okay. Stuff. We got a few factories around here that like Wild Dutchman. Oh, wow. Okay, super cool. Okay, to someone who knows nothing about what you guys do, what would you tell them about farming? Or what would be like one thing you want them to know? Farming's more than just one job. It's more than a job, I guess. <clears throat> Farming's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a necessity for yeah. everyone. Yeah. And you know, you, you can hear jokes about, oh, we're feeding the world, but in reality that that is kind of what we're doing so i was listening to a podcast this morning i don't know if i quite agree with everything i heard in the podcast but uh he was talking i don't even remember the guy on there i don't know how credible it is but he was saying there's going to be like another 10 billion people in the, that we're going to have to feed by 2050. Right. i've heard that though that so, we have to like double or triple production or something. So they're talking right? about how that whole podcast is talking about how we can produce more food without based on basically less acres. And did they, what was their way? Did they say how? I never finished it. Oh, before. come on. You left me hanging. Well, that's yeah. the part well, I wanted never, to know. That's the thing. There's no set way to do it. There's like a bunch of different things that would probably have and to And you'd like figure it out. Yeah. Um, that's something they told Brady though in school, something about that. It was like they have to like double the food production or something by like 2050 or something. I think we have enough food to feed the world. I just think we don't. I think there's too much money, too much money like involvement and everything. Yeah. So it doesn't get, things just don't get moved around. So. Well, I also think we probably, some people just eat too much food. As you think about it. Back in the biblical times, people would just make a loaf of bread. That's what they would eat. I know, yeah. like that's all they. But I, they also say that that like was a lot better for them. But how many how many cows are there in the world? How many yeah. towns? How, how many cows? Oh, cows. Ooh. There's yeah. a town. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a couple billion cows out there, right? Yeah. And a couple billion pigs. I mean, one one cow could last a single person like two years, right? A freezer space, throw meat in there. Yeah. A cow lasts our family of four for over a year. Mm -hmm. That's a crazy. Wheat, a bushel of wheat, 60 loaves of bread. That's for a family that's two months, right? Mm -hmm. a, a loaf a day. Yeah, that's uh, a lot. I, <laughs> quite frankly, yeah. I think there's enough food. We just don't. We don't. Um, it's not always put into. Yeah. It's not always put into like 
necessarily food. Some of it feeds the animals. Some like of corn. it goes. Some Some make sure ethanol so your vehicle can go yeah, Ethanol, yeah. Diesel I mean, so we don't pollute the earth with our biodiesel, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it gets. Agriculture gets thrown into more than just food, but. Right. It's a whole different world. And. Yeah. Yeah, like, because did you know soybeans are in, like, tires and crayons? Mm hmm. And. Soybean oil, right? Yeah. Bunch of stuff. People in China eat soybean meal. Right. So and pigs. I like soybean meal. Mm. So soybeans can be used for food too. Oh yeah, totally. Not just oil. Yeah, you feed your animals with it and stuff. Yeah. Well don't we eat soybeans? I never have. Chew them to make sure they work. Aren't they those little green things? No. Peas? No. Soybeans are uh, like tan in color. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. What is, I don't know if I should say this out loud because it might be a really dumb question. Like, edamame? Am I saying that right? Isn't that soy? Is it like a Japanese lake? Yeah, and it's green. For some reason, I thought that was soy. What are you thinking of? Uh, nah. I guess I don't know what that is. Can do you get that like restaurants? What do you get that at? What is that? One sec. We need to stop a second. Why? No, never mind. We can keep going. <laughs> because my computer, like. <laughs> and we're back after technical. Um, no. Wasabi, little green stuff. <laughs> no, not the wasabi. Um, I'll look it up here. I don't know. Do you guys know what edamame is? Never, never heard of it. Never heard of her. Yeah. Okay, I was totally right. Edamame is a preparation of immature soybeans in the pod. Oh, immature. So here, I'll show you. Sure. So I eat those. They're really good. Yeah. You, you just like pick them up in the store. You do them, fry them. Um. Well, they're really good to boil. Like you boil them and eat them. Yeah. But like where I buy, because it's just cheaper, you can buy them like frozen already, like potted, mm. and then you just put it like in a little rice bowl and just eat them, and they look like little. How green. do they harvest those things? They probably gotta go out by hand and pick them. I don't know. They're expensive, so that makes sense. Yeah, I'll buy they're really good though if you like boil them and then they put like some salt on them they're really good and you can get them like as an appetizer at a sushi restaurant you want some right now oh, yeah. perfect time of year just go down start picking the field i'd be down just go to the neighbors i'm just kidding <laughs> just go to the neighbors okay well jokes, jokes. do you have anything else that you want people to know about farming yeah you're on a platform here is there anything now is your time to speak i think how farming gets uh, a bad uh, bad rap is there's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, so I would encourage you, if you hear something bad or what you think is bad about farming, to uh, go and research it yourself and find some credible resources uh, and, you know, kind of form your own opinion and don't just get brainwashed by <laughs> social media. Visit. Would you say? Well, just come visit. We'll do a farm. Yeah, tour. I'll do a right. farm tour. Yeah, and that's you know, <clears throat> I was on a deal this uh, two years ago. I think it was uh, with the bank that I bank at. They had a beginning farmer deal, and we took a trip to Minnesota. And they're talking about egg, um, oh, tourism, egg tourism. It's starting to become a big. It's starting to become a big deal in uh, 
the smaller uh, rural communities around the cities in uh, Minnesota. He said people mm-hmm. love that people that live in the cities love coming out and touring farms huh. because they actually get a completely different view and of they never what see it, it. Yeah, they don't know. What they never like. see it because they're always, you know, in the city. So coming out and seeing actually how it's produced and that they're yeah. not bad people and that's actually really fun and huh. cool. So that was kind of interesting. Because, they probably could take some farm fresh eggs. Yeah. yeah, because the one that I went was a dairy. <laughs> there's a lot of dairies in Minnesota. So the one I was at was a dairy, and they actually milked the cows there and then did the whole process right there. They sent out their milk, and then they had they made cheese is what it was, some really good cheese. So they come, <laughs> and, yeah, He's people like- from the cities come, and they get to see how the dairy works, you know, like. Oh, cool. They have the cows and they have their little baby calves that they have to bottle feed. Because oh, cute! So do they get a do they get a bottle feed the calves? Uh, the I don't city think so. people. Aww. I think they usually have so groups, bigger groups, so it doesn't always work out. But they get to like mm-hmm. walk around and tour it, and then they have you get to watch them make make cheese and stuff, and you get to see the whole process, which is really interesting. And cool. Oh. No, that is really cool. They should do that. You guys should start like a YouTube channel. Do people watch it though? I know of a farmer who started a YouTube channel. I don't know how successful he is. I should go look at it. I mean, uh, there's some on there, but the thing is, just like, if I'm going to do that, I want to be, like, good at it. You know? You, right, you don't want there to be, like, 20 be, views. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, like, some guys who are in Canada that, I mean... If you got, like, the drones and stuff, I think you could make it really cool. But it would probably take a lot of work. Yeah. But we might be late to the party. Yeah. So I know there's farmers in Montana that do that, and they get, like, sponsorship from Case. Right. And so like, how cool I is that? Need to be doing this right. Now. How cool is that? Demoing new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. So, and you know, the thing they were telling us on our trip, you know, is we need more advocates. Advocates for egg. So egg. Advocates egg, for egg. Egg for kids. That's cute. You know, going out and telling people what we're about, how we do things. Exactly. And, so then, when you ha- when I asked you on the podcast, you're like, "Wow, they taught me that I needed to do this, so I'm going to." Yeah, you know, it's just it's all kind of misinformation, so it's good to get some good information out there. I also feel like for some reason it's just like kind of like the attitude, maybe of like I don't know, you just always done it and you're a raised farmer. It's, I just feel like farmers don't don't like get out there in your face like. No. What we do is right. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? You guys are just like chilling. I feel like you're just chilling, and then other people come after you. I'd rather just be interactive and go have a confrontation. With right. Somebody. Yeah, you're just like doing your thing. So when people come after Sometimes, you. Sometimes some people. Yeah, that's shocking. <laughs> That's people true. like I mean yeah I'll talk I'll talk to people if they come up to me but it's not people right you don't go out looking for it not no. me personally shark farmer yeah. all right you guys yeah. anything else is that all that's all I can think of that's all you can think of uh, if you have any questions I guess get a hold of Cameron and then she'll try to answer them good uh, luck I will <laughs> <laughs> no I'll send them to you. To either of you guys. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on again. It's been a full year. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for having us back. Yeah, we'll have to get a, you like doing it? Of course. Oh, okay. Good. We'll have, to get, we'll have to get the band back together and put up another funny one. Yep. We'll do that. <laughs> give, the people well, what they really, yeah. give the people what they really want. Do you guys want to have everyone on here again where they talk about crazy things? Yes or no? We'll put a poll. Hit the subscribe button. There's not a subscribe button. Hit the listen button. Um, I think it's 
Actually, maybe there's a subscribe button for podcasts. I think you're right. Yeah, subscribe. Turn on, turn on subscribe. your notifications. Turn on your notifications. <laughs> subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, you're right. There's a subscribe button. Um, go give us a five-star rating. Nothing less. If you're going to give anything less, don't even bother. Coffee on a combo podcast. You know, every once in a while. What happened to that? Every oh, once, sorry, guys. Every I didn't, once I didn't mean getting coffee. Every once in Carson. a while, they have some good content out there, like when I'm on here. So. Like when you're on here. So now there's been two good episodes out of our almost 100 episodes. I'm not saying there Ooh. isn't other ones. Let's hit a big milestone. Yeah, we are. We're going to do something. I don't know what. Yeah, stay tuned. Get the boys back together. For the 100 <laughs> episode. It's a secret. Okay. Sorry, I let it out. Okay, guys, do you like them or not? Let us know. All right, thank you so much for listening, and you guys will hear us again next week.